1: Ron and Don Nation, welcome to another start of a Ron and Don Show.
0: All right, you guys, here we go. It's episode 299 now of the Ron and Don Show, only on the Ron and Don Radio Network, and we are live from the Les Schwab Studio. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Hey, coming up on uh, the Ron and Don Show, we're going to talk about Katy Perry, we're going to talk about Matt Damon, we're going to talk about being gay, and also using the F word, not that F word. The other F word when it comes to being gay in America. Well, I guess really uh, gay around the world. So we're going to talk about that. Also, some of the things, 18 things, and we can't go through all 18, but was there anything that your high school teacher ever said to you? And Ron, I'm going to ask you, uh, this is a BuzzFeed question, that has, is there anything that they ever said to you that is stuck with you And it's been life-changing. I know for me, there's something that one of my coaches told me that I've always embraced, and I embrace it to this day. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. A couple headlines. Let's get hit with headlines. I love doing this on a Thursday. QAnon right now is deciding uh, after the former president didn't become present last month when he was supposed to, according to QAnon and the MyPillow guy, that they're going to have to push away. I'm not sure who they're pushing away from, but they're going to uh, take a moment and do some rebranding and then QAnon will be back. What is your take?
1: Yeah, man? I mean, this is after, you know, they had a bunch of predictions of what was going to happen and none of it turned out to be true. Turns out there wasn't a pedophile ring in the basement of a. A pizzeria in washington dc turns out there's not a satanic cult that drinks the blood of children it uh, turns out the that the former president was not reinstated uh, after he lost the election etc 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 so um the yeah they're they're trying to divorce themselves from all of those whack quote-unquote wacky things but yet hang on to the notion that there is this uh, conspiratorial underpinnings of the United States. This reminds me, I was just reading a book recently, and there's a couple of economists that um, were trying to figure this dynamic out. And so they, this was back in the day, they found this this cult in Chicago where there was a woman that had a definitive day that the world was going to end. And so one of the economists was able to infiltrate this cult. Because what he wanted to study was what happens when evidence is presented to people with a very strong belief that's, that's demonstrably false. He's like, what what's going to happen? He goes, this will be a fascinating experiment. Because in order to be in this cult, you had to quit your job. You had to leave your family members that didn't also believe in it. You sold all your possessions because why would you need them? Because the world is ending on this specific date. And so all the people that are in this house in Chicago um, had basically dedicated their lives to this belief. And there was maybe, I think there was between uh, 10 and 25 people that were true believers. And so one of them was this economist that had infiltrated the cult. So he posed as someone that had also sold everything and he was in the inner circle. And so he had a secret recording device on the day, so everybody in the cult met on the day that the woman that led the cult said the world is ending tonight at midnight, and so they got together and they were very excited because in the version of this belief system that she had created, that they were going to be rewarded uh, as true believers. So they all got out. They were sitting around this clock. And they all sort of had their ceremonial garb on and she was running this service. And so they were waiting for midnight because that's when the world was going to end and they were going to be rewarded. And so he's secretly recording this, the economist. 11.55, everyone's very excited. 11.56, it's just, it's palpable. They're like really pumped that they're going to be rewarded. Gets to 11.59, there's a, everybody can kind of cut the energy with a knife. Midnight, nothing happens. Twelve oh one, nothing happens. So people start to go, well, maybe, the, maybe this clock we're in front of is isn't, you know, maybe there's a couple minutes of error.
0: This is the great pumpkin story all over again. We've right. we've seen this before back in
1: nineteen sixty eight. Yeah. And so um, five minutes goes by after midnight, and the world did not end. They weren't, you know, basically raptured. And so the economists, the, their hypothesis was going into this, and I believe they were at the University of Chicago. When these people that believed wholeheartedly that the world was going to end, when it didn't end, what percentage, if you're an academic, what percentage of those followers would you think, would you guess, would you surmise, would, would have a light bulb moment that says, this is a, this person's a liar?
0: Yeah,
1: 23%. Uh, well, they thought the percentage was going to be a little bit higher. What percent do you think actually had that moment?
0: 23% zero you're kidding wow
1: zero percent of the people in that cult when the world was supposed to end and it didn't ended up standing up and walking out of that meeting the cult leader said i've had a new revelation god has been impressed with your fortitude with the strength of your belief this was just a test Tonight, the world ending was just a test Mm. to see if you were a true believer. There is now a new date when the world is going to end. And the people in that room doubled down on their belief because they wanted to believe it. And this is the rise of what's called the sunk cost fallacy. So they created this economic model that basically says, the more you invest in something the harder it is for you to give up on that something.
0: Yep, that's right.
1: And that is basically applies to the QAnon Mm. conspiracy theories. The more invested you are, same could be said for the anti-vax movement, go down the line. Your marriage, a bad marriage, Uh, I, I had this in my marriage. It was so invested in it, and I had so much time, energy, and money invested in it, that it became more and more difficult for me to walk away from it. And I think that's what's going on here. They're trying to to strip themselves away. People are doubling down every time a the conspiracy theory doesn't materialize. They double down again, and they say, oh, that's part of the conspiracy. That's part of the reason. It's part of the Machiavellian you know, group of people that control everything. Uh, they just continue to double down because it now feels so – there's so much psychic pain to admitting – that you were wrong on that
0: scope. Hmm. More on the other side of this.
1: You can just tell that they uh, that they're just real genuine guys and, and care about uh, who they work with and just feel like we you know we got we got some some more friends now. It truly is one of life's biggest transactions. If you're downsizing, upsizing, or right sizing, Ron and Don can help you buy, sell, or invest in real estate. It all starts with a Ron and Don sit-down.
0: Hi, I'm Ollie.
1: Hi, I'm Emmy. Hi, I'm John Greenland. I'm Lauren Greenland. Hi, my name is uh, Anthony Kroll. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Byron. And we sat down with... with Ron and Don. Mm-hmm. They were more prepared, they paid way more attention to detail, um, and then they just came in with a with a lot more knowledge and were able to set those expectations up a lot better. Than um, some of the previous uh, realtors that we worked with, so I mean, I was I was extremely pleased with uh, the the entire uh, the sit down, the the experience, and and the results, of course. There was a friendship that developed, and a in a, a trust. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say a trust, and then you know, we yeah. have,
0: we love them. It's been a hell of a lot of fun for one thing.
1: I see them as. As friends now, I feel like they've made me feel part of this community. And knowing that you know Don's just down the street is is comforting. <laughs> we totally consider Ron and Don friends of ours now, and we do miss working with them. It was intense there for a little bit, but it's an experience that we'll always remember and have, and um, and now lifelong friends. It's the Ron and Don Nation. That's right. <laughs> Don't forget, when you're ready to sit down and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at RonandDonSitDown.com. Whether you've tuned in for the radio show or the real estate business, you're in for one heck of a show. All
0: right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. As you heard, we're licensed brokers at Windermere. If you need us, just reach out to us, go to our website bonadonsitdown dot com, and that's something we're really talking about. I do want to let the little girl know in Everett, who made national headlines, uh, that I will buy her lemonade. Evidently, she was selling lemonade in a park up in Everett, and then the police had stopped her and said, "Hey, you, you, you can't stand in a park and 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 profit." In the meantime, everyone looked around and they said, "Well, there's eighty seven tents in the park, and most of them are selling heroin to people in the neighborhood." So. A little girl can't sell lemonade. Anyway, contact me. I'll buy all your lemonade. Or, uh, Yeah, I think uh, I think every radio station uh, in Seattle and Everett should go up there and start the a last lemonade. last time you did that, you
1: bought like $600 worth of Girl Scout. Cookies, yeah, I so know. So watch out.
0: I know. Anyway. Uh, hey, this is kind of interesting. Uh, Matt Damon, I think he's a liar, liar, pants on fire. He has a new movie out called Stillwater. They say he's spectacular in it. And he said he learned a lot about Trumpers uh, playing this particular character and that he has more empathy now for people that embraced and and live in the heartland especially and embrace Donald Trump. Uh, Amanda Knox very upset about Stillwater because it seems like she thinks that Matt Damon is loosely basing this story uh on her story and and i think at the end of the day she'd like to profit on it. i can't put words in her mouth but uh but there are some strong parallels there are some strong parallels it's not what i want to talk about though yeah, sometimes when you have a movie coming out you want to make sure you're in the headlines so with with ben affleck and jennifer they they must have some kind of movie coming out because we're seeing all this public display of affection and everything and they're buying each other necklaces and just buying each other homes. And it's just cash cards and stars all over again. Every time you, you, you look at In Touch, which I look at daily, it seems like, you know, Jen what and Ben to or someone. What poor somewhere. old A-Rod? How, yeah. Where have I been? I know. Any, any, anyway, Matt, Matt Damon floats this story. And he says, you know, I was sitting at the dinner table with my daughter uh, the other day. And you probably heard about this last week. And I shared a joke, and part of the punchline of the joke was I used the F word. Not that F word, but the F word uh, that we use when we're talking about people that are gay. He said his daughter got so upset about this that she went upstairs and that she wrote something to him and that he read this, and after reading this, he decided that he would never use this word again. Since then, he has been crucified, and I think rightly so. Uh, on a lot of blogs and a lot of magazines, a lot of papers, by people that are saying, hey, it took your daughter uh, sitting down with you and hearing you use that word four months ago, it took your daughter to course correct? Like like you're supposed to be kind of this enlightened guy in Hollywood. What's going on here? He has come out now and said that he, he that's not what he meant and that he didn't use that word and that he wouldn't use that word but they had used that word when he was younger. Uh, I don't know if I'm believing this. I just think some of the blowback sometimes on social media is so rough and tough. And you have this movie called Stillwater that you're trying to protect. Uh, What say you about Matt Damon here? And do you believe his explanation? Because I don't understand why his daughter would have to go upstairs and write a letter to him if he didn't use this language. I'll also say this. Katy Perry has come out in the past week and said she wished she wouldn't have written the song or sang the song, performed the song, I Kissed a Girl and I Liked It? Because the bottom line is, kissing a girl shouldn't be such a big deal. And by saying, I kissed a girl and I liked it in that particular song, it's really not embracing the LGBT community. Your thoughts on Matt and, uh, and Katie? I,
1: you know that I, I'm not a huge fan of cancel culture. Uh, and I think with Matt Damon... First thing I like to do is take people on face value until more and more evidence comes out. You don't know what you don't know until someone points out that you don't know it. Right? So if, if I'm moving through the world, let, let's take this in a different thing. That's kind of a hot button. Now the, the he, she, they pronoun thing that a lot of people like to lampoon. Let's say, I don't understand that. I don't know what it means. A new person gets hired at my job, and and that person says, "I'd like to be called they." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? You're obviously a blank or a blank." Which bathroom are you going to use? So I I I'm uneducated on that, and I say some things that are insensitive. And then now I start working with this person every day. And I'm like, "Oh, you know what? I'm I'm a lot more like this person than dislike." Not a big deal. Now that I know them a little better, I don't really care if they want to go by they. I don't care what bathroom they use. They're, they're a good person. We've gone out to lunch a couple of times. I've seen them in meetings. Uh, they're very competent. They're very smart. And so now I've had a change of mind. And I'm like, I don't have a problem with they anymore. I get it now. Some people want to be called they. Don't care. Isn't that what you want someone to do? Is to say, I didn't know that was a thing. My gut reaction was to make fun of it. Now I learned about it and now I'm okay with it. That's the definition of learning. So if Matt Damon, and he probably did use it. And I think growing up in Boston in the seventies in the and eighties, when he grew up in Boston, I'm positive that he heard uh, gay people and straight people be called the F word a
0: lot. Mm.
1: Cause I know that I did growing up in the seventies and eighties in Albuquerque, New Mexico, that word was thrown around a lot.
0: Yeah. If, if you ever yep. did
1: something, especially as a boy in athletics, mm. if you did something that was perceived as not athletic or, or soft, quote unquote.
0: Light in the loafers, people would say.
1: Uh, you would get called that word a lot. I got called that word a lot. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm pretty positive. I believe him that that was used where he grew up in. And if he felt like it was still funny in certain contexts up until four months ago, then that's what he felt. And if he, if he now learned that that was wrong, why do we want to cancel him? Shouldn't we go, hey, Matt, learn something. Good for him. And then let him now display the fact that he learned something. I don't get the desire to go, you can never change. You can never learn. Shouldn't you have known better? Of course he should have, but he didn't.
0: No. What about I kissed a girl and I liked it?
1: Uh, she says she regrets, not that she had that song. It was a breakout song, but the way it was written, mm-hmm. um, I can see that looking back on your early, we did, we did stuff on the radio in our early iterations. And sometimes when I think about, it, I was like, ah, if I did that again. I would do it differently. Uh, but at the time it seemed funny and edgy or whatever I was trying to do. Yeah. Black
0: Eyed peas. I remember they're saying their first song, let's get it started in here. Was, was called Let's Get Retarded in here. Right. Yeah, and that's the way they recorded it, and they're like, "Yeah, we should probably go ahead and change that. Uh, it ended up being a breakout hit. So I think that's interesting. Sometimes you cut those lyrics and then you go back, and you're like, ooh, yeah, maybe we should change this up. See you guys on the other side of this. Don't go anywhere.
1: Hey, what's going on, Rod and Don Nation? This is Therese, a new team member on Ron and Don team. It's tough out there for buyers right now, and that's why you need a buyer specialist like me. Let's send you a buyer's playbook, and for you sellers, we have a seller's playbook. Reach out to the team, and let's do a sit-down, and we'll get you these playbooks. Just reach out to us at ronanddonsitdown.com, and we'll schedule a sit-down today. Now back to the show.
0: All right, you guys, thanks for listening to uh, this episode. Before we get out of here, uh, we just want to share with you. Uh, you can go to sitdown.com Anytime you need us, as you need us as friends, as realtors, as both, sitdown.com And thanks for all your referrals this year. It is a referral business, and we appreciate you trusting us. And even if you're not heading on a real estate journey, uh, maybe you know someone that is. Sid reached out the other day and said, hey. My mom is on Woodby Island. She's about to go on this real estate journey and she needs your help. And we're like, hey, let's be a part of it. Let's go. So uh, we'll do a sit down with her next week. And you need to sit down with us, uh, run it on sitdown.com. I like uh, a BuzzFeed a lot. and I like going on Reddit because someone will just throw out a question and then people will jump in and they'll start answering the question. You never know what's going to go. Someone jumped out on BuzzFeed the other day and they asked this question. Is there anything that a high school teacher ever shared with you that has stuck with you. And now as a result of it, 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 it's something that maybe you have adapted or maybe it's something that you have embraced, uh, in your own adult life. Uh, if you've been in band, if you've been on any kind of team, uh, chances are if you're an ROTC or maybe you were in drama, uh, A lot of times we are surrounded by our teachers and spend more time with our teachers than we do with our parents by the time that we get into high school. And sometimes some of the things that they say leave a pretty indelible mark. So without going through all of these, uh, if you get a chance, just Google BuzzFeed and 18 things that uh, high school teachers have said or said that stuck with students. Uh, what do you got? Do you have anything that I have, that, uh, definitely that, have that, one. that a coach or, or, or that a teacher? I a teacher?
1: have a coach, uh, when I was, uh, in on the football team and I was the guy that joked around all the time. I was Johnny jokester. I was always cracking jokes and, and sort of wanting to entertain everyone around me. Uh, and I remember clearly one, I don't know if it was a film session or a chalkboard session where he's going over strategy And he looked at me, and he said, "He called me out in front of all my friends and embarrassed me. He said, Upshaw, maybe you should pay attention. You might have to play in this game. (laughs) And he was absolutely right. It completely shut me down. So from that moment forward to this day, if I am taking time out of my day to be in a meeting, and you probably have seen this over the years. If I'm going to be in a meeting, and I'm going to be – having to spend time in there. I want to get something out of that meeting. That's going to, you know, help my career or help my, whatever I'm at at the time, my situation. And sometimes it's gotten me in trouble or some eye rolls from other people. But it's like, if I'm going to be here, why, why spend your time in these situations and never ask a good question? Never. If you don't understand something, people rarely speak up and get clarification and you've you've seen me over the years. Like I, I now since that meeting, it's like I might have to use this. Hmm. Let me make sure I understand it. And if nobody else is going to speak up, I will speak up and get things answered that I have questions about.
0: Yeah, that's good. What about I, you? I like that. Uh, yeah, I, I like. I had a coach uh, one time tell me, and there's a lot of things my coaches told me that would not, uh, that were I could not share those today. Uh That were wrong, <laughs> but kind of funny uh but but one thing that is is stuck with me is and you know coach johns we we had him as a football coach and he was a baseball coach. He just uh actually retired by the way uh, I went to Eldorado high School, where I got your shirt they they right now they are filming stranger things at eldorado High really? school really Eldorado high School is the school that you and I went to. Because there were there were buses everywhere, and I pulled in, and my son was like, "Daddy, would it?" Because I wanted to show him the kids down there playing football, and they're they're filming that show there. Nice, yeah. So I didn't realize that Netflix is all over the place in, in Albuquerque, and they have studios down there. In fact, That's probably um, because
1: Breaking Bad was there. And yeah, they're,
0: they're... my late sister, uh, her her daughter uh, works in one of the studios, so they film a lot down there. That's uh, cool. Yeah. So so anyway, he just he just said, and, 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 and I think this is really true. He said, if you really want to be great at something. If you really want to be great, then you have to be very comfortable with long periods of being uncomfortable, and you have to embrace discomfort. And he's one of the first people that really showed me the way that you learn. You really learn things in your life is you learn things through pain. You learn when things are hard. You learn when things are difficult. You get grit when you have to overcome something. Uh, in 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 that pain touching the stove, right? That pain is the great teacher. You never learn when things are easy. You never learn when somebody else does the work for you. You never learn when your mom makes your bed. Uh, you learn when you have to do it and grind it. And, and, and that's where the tough stuff comes from, which, which I have embraced that. Uh, I've embraced that my whole life. it that, that is, that is something that he shared that he told me. And at that time, I think it not only made me a better football player, but I think it made me a better person. Uh, And it's something that I still uh, embrace today. One of the the things that that they shared in here that I thought was really good and we will end with this, this is number 16. Mr. Taylor had walked into a class and he said, "Uh, good morning, I'm Mr. Taylor. Uh, I'll be teaching grade 10 English this semester. Uh, First, let me address what you're all wondering. Yes, this is a glass eye. I lost it playing darts. That's awesome. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to episode 299. Is that right? 299. We're headed toward episode 300 with over a million listens. This is really extraordinary. So thanks for giving us great lives. Thanks for letting us be your realtors, your broadcasters, and your friends. If you need us, just go to ronandonsitdown.com. And yes, it's a referral business. So if you know of anyone that is looking for a realtor, just have them reach out to us, uh, Ron at ronatwindermere.com, and we'll be glad to do a virtual sit-down with them today. All right, head up, shoulders back, and we'll see you next time only on the Ron and Don Radio Network.
1: Now keep your head up and your shoulders back, and keep blowing that trumpet, and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 Only on the Ron and Don Radio Network.